I would like to welcome Professor Peter Falkaev from Munich, who is the past president of the European Psychiatric Association. Thank you very much for accepting our invitation. It's a pleasure uh, to be sort of uh, interviewed by you. Yes, please. What are the questions? After three years of virtual congresses, this year's EPA Congress took place in person in Paris. What was your impression? How different it was to get together personally from virtual congresses? Well, I mean, to be honest, in the beginning, uh, when we had the first virtual congress, I thought that this is great and, you know, this is progressive and modern and you can actually jump from uh, let's say lecture to lecture you can plan your time much better and uh, you I mean that was the beginning well at the second congress I had this feeling okay it would be nice to have a cup of coffee with friends and to be honest when uh, we had to switch I mean we were very much preparing to have the third congress in Budapest it was really disappointing I have to say and so now that we uh, met in Paris, I, I mean, maybe this is it, uh, exaggerated a bit, but it was really a joy, you know, just to interact with people, um, you know, after a talk, go up and speak and say, oh, well, this was interesting. Or when you go into a lecture hall, you know, you have little uh, bits and pieces of interactions with people, something which was completely lacking. And the other thing is what I found, uh, I mean, this kind of interaction is much more creative because you, you start thinking about, you scribble things down, you go, and I mean, this is the scientific part, but then there is this other part in the evening, you know, when you have to get together or you had the opening reception and with a sudden you have a thousand people there. Uh, or when uh, we, for instance, had the um, forum, um, you know, we had 550 in 22 in the virtual forum, uh, but this time, and this was very nice uh, that we had in the lecture room 600 people and in addition, another 400. So we had 1000 people uh, participating in the forum. I think that shows how important it is um, to interact with people, you know, uh, lively and in person. Uh, the Congress uh, was guided by the motto, social cohesion, a common goal for psychiatry. Could you comment on this message? Well, um, I think what happened with COVID and the pandemia, we have lost track of each other. We have lost the ability to meet um, and to feel social cohesion, that we are part of a group. So we were sitting on our own in front of um, the computer. Uh, and, you know, if we were lucky, we had our family or we had friends with whom we could spend the time. But we have lost track of our peer group, you know, of hobbies, people to go for sports, or, you know, you go to university and meet people. Um, so, indeed, um, there was the necessity to regain social cohesion, that feeling of we are one group. And uh, we thought that would be a nice motto, actually, to, um, to show that EPA and psychiatry can actually help uh, to regain social cohesion. 
And we think that social cohesion is necessary to overcome the problems and to help people with mental illness. So if you have social cohesion, if you have support, it's very much more likely that they regain health. What were the most important scientific highlights of the Congress? Well, I have pointed out, I thought that the forum in the beginning was a nice introduction because uh, I think that it sort of made a good point for the lay public um, to that uh, how important not only COVID is and the war, but in addition that there are other topics uh, and for instance, climate change. So I think, and the interaction with the politicians invited, you know, what can we really do? And um, what does climate change do to mental uh, health or mental illness? Uh, I think was a good point. That was one. I personally thought we had uh, some lovely plenaries there, uh, some big symposium I'd just like to mention too. One was on loneliness, which I enjoyed a lot. Quite interesting because I think it's an important topic and something we don't regard or didn't regard in the past so much that actually loneliness is one of the main factors to develop mental illness, especially if you get older and have less interactions and less possibilities to meet people. And another symposium which I personally enjoyed a lot was about food and eating. And it was quite interesting and fascinating to see that, you know, what actually can cause um, mental illness in the beginning. So, for instance, if the mother is stressed, if the pup is stressed, and how you can actually make sure that by, uh, you know, making sure that um, the, um, let's say, food ingredients uh, vitamins and so forth are sufficient. You can, with that, actually help to overcome this early uh, life stress. And how important it is that young people actually have not only, um, you know, a good uh, social surrounding, but exercise is important, but actually nutrition is important and how nutrition is preventive of mental illness. So I thought that was a quite interesting thought. I mean, something we know, but to pack it together in a symposium, I enjoyed a lot. And I've participated in some more. I thought that the um, young, um, the ECPC track was interest, uh, very interesting where I participated. And um, well, there were a lot of more, a lot more quite interesting um, uh, topics, but I just raised two. So. The loneliness one, which I thought was a very good one. And the other one is, you know, um, the impact of nutrition in the development and prevention of mental illness. Schizophrenia is uh, one of your main uh, research interests. What yeah. are the, the most important novelties uh, in this field in psychotic disorders? Well, I would say the nice thing is that there are now new uh, medications uh, developed. And, you know, for the last uh, 70 years, we believed that only a modulation of the dopaminergic system, which actually help these patients when they are acutely sick, 
but now we have learned um, uh, they are the new group Taris. Um, they work on a different system and obviously seem to have an antipsychotic effect. And um, there is a bunch of drugs, five, six. They are in five in phase two. Some of them will jump and already in five, uh, phase three. And I think that my hope would be that within the next five years, we will have new medications which actually have a different mechanisms of action. And um, hopefully, uh, as it looks like, a better side effect profile, which I think would certainly enhance. And well, I'm always a bit cautious with revolutionizing medication, but I, at least it would be a significant improvement of what we can actually, uh, how we can actually treat patients with schizophrenia today. I think that's that's one of the major advancements. Closing our conversation, what do you think the most important message was for uh, clinicians? I think that, you know, we came together, we had more than 4,000 people. I mean, something which was in a joy in itself. I think it was the second biggest EPA Congress we ever had. So psychiatrists in Europe, they enjoy meeting again, discussing, you know, shaping the future. Um, you know, in my talk, I said EPA reloaded. So we are back again. Um, and um, I think that that is that is, I think, the first message. The second message is that pandemia with all the hardness, with all the problems, it could not prevent us from sticking together for continuing to actually shape um, the clinical care for people with mental illness, to interact, to look uh, what is good for our profession. And so I think it is a strong signal for all clinicians. Yes, it is worthwhile to be a psychiatrist and it's worthwhile to be a clinical psychiatrist. It's a joy, sometimes it's hard, but overall, I think there is a good future in front of us. Thank you very much for the interview. Yeah, thank you. With pleasure.